Hello and welcome to FPL Kids. I'm Blake and I'm joined by my dad, Matt. On this podcast we talk about FPL and it's mainly just for kids. Guys, to start this podcast, I'm just going to make a special, special plea to everyone listening. Please, somebody guess Blake's impression this week. Yes. Blake has done an impression of somebody in football. Yes. He's done his impression in the last two podcasts. Mm-hmm. And we've said, if you want to guess it, then tweet us. What's the Twitter handle, Blake? FPL underscore kids. Now, his impression has been getting slowly worse. <laughs> yes, it has. But this week, he's been really practising again. Yes, I have. So, the impression comes at the end of the podcast. So, if you fast forward to about 20 minutes. Yeah. Or just make sure you listen to the end. Listen to his impression and give it a guess. So, I can stop listening to this silly impression. Okay. And... If someone does guess it and guess it correctly, I know that Blake has got another impression lined up. Yes, I did. Hi, I have. Which is going to be a really good one. Yeah, it's one of the best ones I have. <laughs> so, My speciality. Tantalising. So he might he might be able to do that one in the next pod as someone as long as someone guesses this one. So please, please have a guess at this one. Yeah, please, please, please. Okay, now we're going to talk about the weekend of football. So what did you think, Blake? Some big games, some big scores. Yeah. So tell us, talk to us. What what did you think of the weekend of football that's just happened? I thought that was a pretty exciting week. Which games caught your eye? We always talk about the Leeds game. So that's Brentford 5, Leeds United 2. Oh, how did you feel about that? Didn't feel very pleased. No, well at least... Do you remember at the time the game was on, you were actually playing football? Yes, I was playing under nines football. So we weren't, at least we weren't having to pay that close attention to the match. Yes. Because you were playing. But yeah, do you think Leeds have still had a good start to the season? Yeah, we still had a good start. And actually, I think we had more possession in that match. What did you think of how the game went? Well, obviously Tony's early penalty got them a goal. Yeah, do you think it was a penalty? Um, Not really, but... We should always accept the referee's decision. Yeah, you're right. I keep teaching you for under nines to accept the referee's decision, don't I? Yeah. So you think VAR got that one right and that Sinistera did foul Tony? Yeah. Yeah, so we went 1-0 down and then it was soon 2-0. Yeah. Did you see that Tony free kick? No. I thought you watched Match of the Day. I can't remember watching. You can't remember. It was a Tony free kick into the top corner. Oh, now I remember that. It was a good Straight finish. over the wall, curves round into the top corner. Horrible! <laughs> and then Sinistera scored. Yes, Sinistera. Two on at half time. Thought we were back in the match. Yeah, we weren't. <laughs> Came out for the second half. Brentford scored another three. And Roja scored one for Leeds. Yeah. And do you think Leeds should have had a penalty? There was a foul on yes. Somerville. Yes, I saw that. That should have been a penalty. But it didn't even go to VAR. No. But I thought you said the referee's decision was always right. But from but when it's against Leeds, <laughs> it's, all, it's always wrong. Always wrong. Always wrong against Leeds. And do you remember who got sent off? The person who got sent off. What? Nobody on the pitch. Oh, yes, Jesse Marsh got sent off. Yeah, what did you think of that? Jesse, stop shouting at the little referee. <laughs> and the fourth official. Do you think Jesse needs to stop that? 
Yes, he needs to stop shouting at the fourth official and the referee. Yeah. He's been charged. Do you think he'll get a game touchline ban? Yeah. Do you think he'll get away with it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not so sure. And I know we'll get onto it a bit later, but tell us why was that game a bit of a disaster for your FPL weekend? I had Tony on my bench. You had Tony? He got 17 points. And you had him on your bench. If I put him on for Darwin, I would have got 15 more points. Oh, sickening. Yes. And we meaning to ask you, though, why did you put Tony on your bench? I didn't think he was going to do that well against Leeds. Exactly. See, I have that problem as well. That's a problem for fantasy football, isn't it? You always think your team's going to do well. Yeah. So is that what you thought? You thought, no, nah, I'm not putting Tony on the pitch because he's playing Leeds and Leeds are going to win. Yeah. So because you love your own team, sometimes you make bad FPL decisions. Yes, you do. Yeah. In fact, if anyone at home has ever made a bad FPL decision because they favoured their own team... Yeah. <laughs> they should tell us. Yeah, tell us. Yeah. Tell us how you lost points by supporting your own team. And put it on Twitter at FPL underscore kids. How many times how many times are we gonna have to say FPL underscore kids? That's the place to send it. It's FPL underscore kids on Twitter. What other games then, Blake? We've we've said enough about that five two. What other games caught your eye? Villa one, Man City one. Ah, why did that draw catch your eye? Man City keep on drawing. They should be winning. Keep on drawing? They've won most games this season. They drew against Newcastle. Now they're drawing against Villa. That's true. So they have drawn a couple and of games. And Villa have been really bad this season. Yeah? Do you think this is a turning point for Villa? Yes. You do? You think they're going to be alright from now on? Yes. They will look at that table. And they will rise to the destiny. <laughs> Aston Villa will rise to their destiny. Yes, rise to their destiny. Do you think Steven Gerrard's safe in his job? Yeah, Steven Gerrard's totally safe. Okay, so that game caught your eye because Man City dropping points? Yeah. It's a bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. And what was the other game this week that you wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about Forest 2, Bournemouth 3. Right, that was quite an exciting game. What did you like about it? I liked that Bournemouth came back after after being below after being 2-0 down yeah and they also like Forest have signed 23 players and they, they still weren't able to win yeah that's a ridiculous number of signings isn't 23 it? signings one summer so yes Bournemouth won yeah. 3-2 yeah they won 3-2 quite a comeback especially mm-hmm. after Bournemouth lost 9-0 not long ago yeah so what else this weekend? It was quite a controversial weekend. There's been a lot of talk about VAR this weekend. Yeah, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots. I know we were watching Match of the Day. Yes, we were. And you was you saw the decision at Stamford Bridge. Yes, I did. Which was a late goal for West Ham. It wasn't a goal, it was this loud. For Bowen supposedly fouling Mendy. Yes. What did you think of that? I thought the referee made the right decision. You're supporting the referee on this one? Yes. And the VAR, I guess? Yes. Yeah, so you thought it should have been disallowed? You thought it was a foul by Bowen on Mendy? Yeah, definitely a foul. Well, Chelsea were quite lucky to come away with a win. Yeah, they were. And, I mean, what's happened since then with Chelsea? Chelsea have lost Thomas Tuchel. Well, not lost him, they've sent him packing. Yeah, they have. And who have they hired? They've hired Potter. Potter, I think that's quite a loss for Brighton. Yes, but Brighton could get Tuchel. 
<laughs> Brighton could get too chill. Yeah. A manager swap. Like a manager swap. Yeah, I'm not sure that's going to happen. Oh. And before we stop talking about the weekend of football, I've got to say something. I say it nearly every week to you. Mitrovic. Yeah, still not a fan of Mitrovic. Still not a fan? Yes. He scored again. Who cares? <laughs> not you. Not me. Okay, so Blake, it's that part of the podcast now where I tell you we've had more questions from listeners. Questions from listeners! So, got a question here from Sam Telfer. Okay. On Twitter. Sam lives in New York. I know. Any Leeds players come from New York? Tyler Adams comes from New York. Tyler Adams. So, Sam Telfer says, Hey Blake, love the pod. Thanks, Sam. Are we happy with Sam for that? Yeah. He's keen to hear your thoughts on Marcus Rashford. He says, Man United look a little better after the Arsenal result. And he says here he's only 6.3 million right now. Let me just double check if he is still 6.3 million, because that was a few days ago. Rashford is now 6.5, so he has gone up a bit, which means people are buying him. So, what do you think, Blake? Is Rashford a player that you'd be considering bringing in at this point? No, I think if you had Jesus, you'd be better keeping Jesus in. But um, Rashford is down as a midfielder in FPL. So it's not a choice between Rashford and and Jesus. He's a midfielder, is Rashford, but he's playing as a striker. Yeah. But you you still not fancy him? No. What about his upcoming fixtures? I don't think his upcoming fixtures are good. Why not? Crystal Palace away, Leeds at home, Man City away. So you think Crystal Palace away is a bit of a tricky one? Yes, and definitely Man City away is a tricky one. Yeah. What about what about Leeds at home that he's got? Uh, Leeds win. <laughs> a bit of that Leeds bias again that we talked yes. about earlier. So even though Rashford scored a couple of goals this weekend, you're still not sure about him? No, but if you look at Jesus... But if you did have Jesus... And you wanted to save a bit of money. Like, if you only had one transfer, you wanted to make two transfers, like take out Jesus and put in like a cheaper striker so maybe you could afford Rashford if you couldn't afford him. And I think you you could just keep Jesus. All right, so you're saying that if people wanted to get rid of Jesus because he's not been doing amazingly well, mm-hmm. if they want to get rid of him and get in Rashford, you're saying don't do it. No, because his next fixture is Everton at home. Then he has Brentford away and then Tottenham at home. So Th- those yeah. are good fixtures. Good fixtures for Arsenal. Yeah, good fixtures for Arsenal. Okay, so you think that Jesus is still worth keeping Yeah. for those. Uh, and you prefer that as a goal scorer rather than Rashford. Yeah. Because that relates... So Sam Telfer did send in a second question. He was asking about Jesus. He said that Jesus, he blanked against Crystal Palace... Only got one point against Fulham, Man United. With one assist versus Bournemouth, he's only scored in two out of six games. Three yellow cards this season, Jesus. Hmm. And he's could other... be the new Furpo. Could be the new junior Furpo, yeah. all those yellow cards. In his other five games, he's scored two, four, one, six, one point. He says five strikers have more points than Jesus and three of them cost less. He's hmm. probably talking about Mitrovic. Tony, uh, someone else, I'm not exactly sure. He's talking about Firmino. 
Talking about Firmino. Yeah, Firmino is cheaper than Jesus, but has more points. Same as Mitrovic and Tony. Okay. But, but what you're saying is that you would still, even though you don't have Jesus, do you? No. But you think that he might get onto a good run. Yeah, against Everton at home, Brentford away, Tottenham at, Maybe not Tottenham at home. Mm, maybe. North London derby, though. Yeah. Okay. So your, your answers to Sam, Telfer, are don't get Rashford. Don't get Rashford. Don't get Rashford. Scored twice at the weekend, but difficult fixtures. You're not really sure. Yeah. And if he's thinking of getting rid of Jesus, you're saying, no, keep him. Keep him. Okay. We've also had another question from a listener, Blake. We had a question from Danny. Now, this is your Uncle Danny. Yes, he is. (laughs) So, a question for your Uncle Danny. He says, who will be the top scoring FPL player in the next game week? So, this is the game week that's about to happen this weekend... Um, and Danny wants to know this is a tough question this is really tough wants to know who's going to be the top scorer in the next game week so I mean, what do you think about the fixtures coming up in the next game week well none of the games look easy if I had to choose one I'd go for the Edivis and Nottingham Forest but that's not probably the best fixture one of the easiest fixtures is probably Arsenal versus Everton so you think Arsenal have got the easiest fixture yeah, Arsenal probably got the easiest fixture of the whole week. You don't fancy some of the other big teams at home, like Liverpool and Man City? Man City are playing Spurs. Yeah. Liverpool haven't had a great form lately, and they're against Wolves who have had a great form lately. Okay, so you think, yeah, Wolves are improving. Yeah, Wolves are improving. So you, you're you're thinking the top scorer this week on points might be in the Arsenal-Everton match? Yeah, maybe... I'd say either... Are I'd, I'd, I'd either say Martinelli or probably Saliba or someone. Saliba, central defender? Yeah. What, because you think Arsenal might keep a clean sheet there? Yeah. And then if he if he nicked a goal or something, a yeah. lot of points. That would be a lot of points. So which one are you going for? Are you going for Saliba or Martinelli? If I had to choose one, I'd probably go for Martinelli. Okay. So you're making a prediction. The top point scorer this weekend will be Gabriel Martinelli. Yes. Well, should we check in on that next week? Yes. And see if you were right. We'll definitely check and we'll say on the podcast next week. So are you telling Uncle Danny to Captain Martinelli if he's got him? Yeah. Okay. Those were the questions from the listeners. Yes. If you've got any more questions next week, where should they send them, Blake? You should send them to FPL underscore kids on Twitter. So now we're going to talk about my FPL weekend. So, how did your FPL weekend go overall? How many points? I got 42, which was kind of a drop. How does 42 points feel? Bad. Bad. Especially that I had Tony on the bench. Yeah, so if you'd had Tony on the pitch, you'd have got another... Well, Tony scored 17, but you'd have, you'd have put him in instead of Darwin, you said yeah. earlier. So you'd have got another 15 points. Yeah. So that would have been 57 yeah, it'd been 57. Which would have been all right, because it was quite a low-scoring week, I think, points-wise. Yeah, it was. For a lot of people. What transfers did you make last week? Remind us. Last week, I brought in Watkins for Darwin. I, I mean, I brought in Darwin for Watkins and Almiron for Rodrigo. And how did those go, those subs, transfers? Well, Almiron got three, which was all right, I guess, but not that good. And Darwin only got two. What I saw on Match of the Day, Almiron hit the post. Yes, he did. And I think Darwin had one tipped onto the post by Pickford. Yes, he did. 
So, really unlucky, Blake. Yes, I was. Not bad, because obviously, you know, Watkins and Rodrigo, Rodrigo didn't even play, he's injured. So yeah. you made some decent transfers, I guess. Yeah. And they could have both scored. They could have both scored. So I said last week it was quite a risky team you put out. It didn't quite work out for you. But Yeah. So where did you get your points this week then? I got the points from Captain Harlan again. 18. And where else? I got seven from De Bruyne. Those are the top two. Yeah, everyone else didn't really get you any points, did they? Not. My defence was terrible. Terrible defence. So who did you have in defence? had White, Perisic and James. All got one. Yeah, so White, they lost 3-1 to Man United, so no clean yeah. sheet there. James, well, it was 2-1 to Chelsea against West Ham, wasn't it? So yeah. no clean sheet. Perisic, I think, didn't start the match. I think he got subbed on for Spurs. Yeah, he did. So you only got, you got three defenders there and you got one point for each of them. I don't understand why White and James didn't get two points. Maybe for the goals they conceded, maybe they got yellow cards, I can't remember. Yeah. Probably something like that. So not great. And then what, a couple of points for Martinelli, Diaz, Aronson, Darwin. You said that Luis Diaz got a couple, he got three. Oh, he got three, okay. So 42 points, so you're not you're not massively happy with that. No. What did it mean for your uh, overall rank? It meant that I've fallen down all the way to 1,556,073. So you went down a bit. I mean, you've not gone down too much, to be honest. Not that much. Because the average score this week was actually 45, so you weren't... Three below average. You weren't much below average. What about your mini leagues? What about the Match Magazine League? In the Match Magazine League, I'm all the way down to 245th. Oh, you were at 200, weren't you, exactly? Yeah. Last week, so you have dropped a bit. Yeah. And then the Ultimate League, which is just me and you... I'm second. You're second, but last week you were a point behind me. Now I'm way behind you. Yeah, you're you're a bit more behind me because I actually had a good week. I got 60 points this week. Let me guess, you're... Awesome strikers. Harry Kane, Harland and Jesus did something. Well, do you know what my secret weapon was this week? What? It wasn't the strikers, although Kane did score. My secret weapon? Trossard. It was Trossard. I made a good choice. I brought in Trossard. 12 points for Well, I, I, I still have Harland. So, overall this week, how are you feeling? I'm not feeling that well. Not feeling that well? What has made you feel sick? Not, not sick. Sad. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about players to get. So last week you did a deadline day special. Yeah. Players to get. Um, one of the players you talked about was Anthony. He scored. He scored on his debut. Yay. So you're happy with that prediction? Yes, good prediction. Another one you said was Aubameyang, but he didn't actually play last weekend. No. But he did play in the Champions League yesterday, I think. And they lost to Dynamo. And that's when Tuchel got the sack. Yeah. (laughs) So, but Aubameyang might be in the Chelsea team from now on. Yeah. So you still think it's a good choice? A good choice. Okay, so which players are you going to tell people to get this week? Yeah, like with Werner gone, Aubameyang is sure to play. Sure to play Aubameyang? Yeah. So which players are you telling people to get this week? 
I think Mendy, Fofana and Tony. So two of these are Chelsea players? Yes. So even though Tuchel's been sacked, you're not put off Chelsea? No. But they've had a bad start to the season. But with Potter, Potter could help them get up the table. Ah, so you're thinking this is a turning point for Chelsea? Yeah, because now they've got Potter. Potter's a good manager. Do you think Potter will play Mendy and Fafana? Yeah, he probably will. You think he will? Yeah. And do you think the Chelsea defence will improve now they've got Fafana? Yeah, it will. So, let's talk about a bit about Mendy now. Go on then. Well, he's five million. Yeah. His next fixtures are Fulham away, Liverpool at home and Crystal Palace away. So you fancy those fixtures, do you? Yeah, I do. What, so Fulham away, you think Chelsea might get a clean sheet, get a win there? Yeah. Do you know what? Mendy's actually dropped in price. He's 4.9. Does that make him a bargain for you? Yeah, it's a good bargain. And for Fafana, how much is he? Fafana's 4.4. So with Fafana, I really want you to get him now before he rises in price. This might be a good call, you know, because Potter's Brighton yeah. have always had a good defence. Yeah. So you think he's going to sort Chelsea out? Yeah. And then Mendy and Fafana will become bargains? Yeah. Mendy and Fafana are the ones you're picking out there. And who else did you say? Tony. He's 7.2 million, or he could be more. Yeah, prices change so often, don't they? 7.2 million. And what are Tony's fixtures coming up? Southampton away, Arsenal at home, Bournemouth away. Maybe not the Arsenal fixture. Well, he scored a hat-trick in his last home game, didn't he? So Yeah. But yeah, Southampton away, Bournemouth away. You think those look like good fixtures? Yeah, they, they are. So you've already got Fafana and Tony. I have. So you must be happy with them. I do. And you're going to keep an eye on Mendy? Yeah. Okay, so those are the players to get and we'll see how they do this weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're going to talk about my plans for next game week. So, are you making any transfers? No. None? No. So, this is what you did two weeks ago, not make any transfers? Yes, and it worked well for me. Because then you could make a double? Yes, I could. It's very mature to save your transfer. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Do you feel mature? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You're only eight. Yeah. So... No transfers then. So you've got the same players. So which ones are you going to put on the pitch this weekend? We're going to put Meliangol. Okay. We're going to put White, Zinchenko, James and Fofana in defence. So now we're going to talk a bit... Okay, we haven't, we didn't talk about the individual. Should I just run through the teams and talk about individuals? Okay. Yeah. So De Bruyne, Martinelli, Luis Diaz, Aronson, Darwin and Haaland. Okay, so tell us about some of those individuals then and why they're in your team this week. So, I put Millie in goal because I think he has a better chance chance against Nottingham Forest at keeping a clean sheet than Edison does against Tottenham. Okay. I have White, who's playing Everton at home, so that will be good. I have Alexander Zinchenko, who has Everton at home as well. Reese James... Who has Fulham away? No, I forgot his first name. Oh, I know what his first name is. Middle-aged Fofana. Middle-aged Fofana. Yeah, that's his name. Isn't it Wesley? Oh, uh, uh, okay. Um, it's Wesley. 
So your defence is basically Arsenal and Chelsea. Arsenal and Chelsea. So you're putting Two a lot of, of derby teams. You're putting a lot of trust in Arsenal and Chelsea to keep clean sheets. Yes, I am. What do you want to say about your midfield? De Bruyne, Tottenham at home. Don't really have much to say about Tottenham at home. What else? Martinelli has Everton at home, which is pretty good. Okay. I have Luis Diaz playing Wolves at home. Aronson playing Nottingham Forest at home. Darwin playing Wolves at home. And Harlem Tottenham at home. So a lot of home fixtures, which is always good. My front six is all home. Your front six are all playing at home. So is half your defence and your goalkeeper. Yeah. So it's only the Chelsea defenders playing away from home. Mm-hmm. Who's on your bench then? We have Edison. Oh, that's a big keeper to have on the bench. Mm-hmm. Tony. Tony? Yeah. You've just said he's a player to get and he, you missed out on 17 points last week and you put him on your bench again. That's because I have a good team already and it's hard for a good manager with his good team to decide a good team. Okay. Well, that might come back and haunt you. No, it won't. Okay. Who else is on your bench then? I have Perisic, Man City away, so that's why I put, obviously why I put him on the bench. Well, who's your third sub then? Almiron West Ham away. Okay, so Almiron's your third sub there. Mm-hmm. What about captain and vice-captain choices? Captain Haaland again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Seventh week. You've captained Haaland every week. We're going to celebrate with Haaland. But earlier on in this podcast, you said that you think the top-scoring player this week would be Martinelli. But you've not captained him. Why would I captain him? Well, if you think he's going to be the top scorer, you should captain him. Why? Because it gets you more points. Why? Because that's how the game works. Oh. Are you going to change? No. You're going to put your faith in Haaland again. And when Martinelli is vice captain, in case Haaland gets rested or anything. Okay. So I guess that's a compromise. You put Martinelli as your vice captain. Yes. So are you confident of getting a lot of points this week? Yes, I am. Well, we'll see, won't we? Okay, now we're going to talk about chips and strategies. I feel like I know what's coming here because I ask this question every week and you always say the same thing since you wildcard. Are you going to play any chips this week? No. <laughs> You're not tempted to play your triple captain? Why would I play my triple captain? Not tempted by your bench boost? Then you'd get Tony's points even if you played. Nah. No? You're saving these chips for some time else? Yes, we're saving. We have to use the wildcard because we got our team a wrong okay so you used your wild card because you felt your team was wrong what about your strategy any changes doesn't look like it same strategy doesn't really look like it so what is your strategy then remind us cheap defenders top six clubs and more money on attack yep well it's certainly still true isn't it I mean you've not made any more transfers so you've got some cheap defenders from top clubs like Fafana we've already talked about yeah but James and Perisic are that cheap they're a bit more expensive but yeah. they're, they're not Alexander-Arnold they're not Robertson they're not Cancelo yeah bit cheaper not the big guys and you've got some still big money up front Harlan, yeah, they're not Darwin the, they're not the big boys not the big boys not the big boys at the start of the season we talked about how many points you wanted to get this, this year yes we did and what did you say I wanted to get two and a half thousand two and a half thousand now, I've done a bit of maths for you. 
Okay. At the moment, you're averaging 61 points a week. Okay. Which means that you're, at this rate, you'll get 2,324 points. <sighs> but that would be very okay. That would be okay. You'd be fine with that. Yes, that would be very okay. It's below target. But that, that's so close to two and a half thousand. So it doesn't make you want to change your strategy? No. Of course, it's not just actually about points. It's about how you perform in comparison to the other managers. Yeah. That matters. Yes. Okay. So you're on course to get 2,324 points. Should we review that every few games? Yes. See how you're doing. But you're happy with that? Yeah. Anything else to say about chips and strategies? Don't use chips. Don't use chips. Don't use chips. Not yet. Don't use chips for food fights as well. Don't use chips for food fights? No. What, just eat them? Eat them. So now we're going to do the fun. So again, we are going to say about please, 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 can you guess the impression? I'm getting tired. I want my next impression. So guys, he's going to do the impression again in a minute, all right? He's been practicing it, so I think there's less of a strange accent on it now. Yes. So just to remind you. Blake's going to do an impression now. It's of somebody related to English football, somebody who's in English football. Um, go on, do the impression. Okay, I just need to do a warm up. Do you warm up? Go. How do I do it again? Go. Oh, what's the accent? What's <laughs> okay, the accent? he's warming up by growling, guys. Go. 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 Go on, then do the impression. We play 4 4 2. No. There's the accent again. Okay, we're going we're gonna to start again. We play four four two. No fancy formations. That was a bit better. Yeah. What about that uh, that you were doing? Uh, Try and do it with that uh, uh, voice. Uh, uh. We play four four two. No fancy formations. Mm, bit better. Okay, so again, guys, in the impression, he says we play four four two. No fancy formations in a deep, gruff voice. I think that's enough clues, isn't it, Blake? Ah, my throat feels so bad. Should we give them one more clue, just in the hope that someone will guess it? Mm. Should we say he's an out of work manager? He's an out of work manager. Yeah. Mhm. That's the clue. Yes. We're giving you this clue, just to be kind. So you please guess the impression. Guess the impression. Tweet at FPL underscore kids. Do it now before you forget. Before you forget. And then next week, Blake can move on to another impression. Yes. And he's got one lined up, and it's a goodie. It's a goodie. Thank you for listening to FPL Kids. Subscribe and leave a good review. Follow FPL Kids on Twitter at FPL underscore kids. And one more thing. Fair. <laughs>